Hello and welcome to the St. James podcast. My name is Mike, I'm the priest at St. James Church in Dundas. Thank you for taking some time to reflect with us once again this week. Our building remains closed at this time, but we're doing everything we can to keep people connected and give people ways of growing in their faith and staying connected to their faith community. And so we have our live streamed worship every Sunday morning, as well as this podcast. Uh, We have um, uh, an email blast on a Monday with a prayer and Bible readings for the week. On Tuesdays, we release a video called With a Song in My Heart, a way to sing along with a hymn each week and reconnect with that tradition of music in our spirituality. On Wednesday evening at 8.30pm, we uh, live stream Compline, that's a service of night prayer. And currently on Wednesdays as well, we're doing our Lent course, which is an introduction to prayer. And on Thursdays, we have a Zoom coffee hour where people can connect and chat and catch up. You can find information about this and a lot more at our website, www.stjamesdundas.ca. On there you'll also find information about our upcoming Holy Week services. Uh, Not in person, of course, all live stream, but there's something every day of Holy Week, starting on Palm Sunday, that help us go through the drama of uh, that story that leads to the cross and ultimately beyond it to the empty tomb and resurrection. I'm really grateful today that our reflection is being offered by our parish deacon. The Reverend Deacon Anne Vanderberg is, in her day job, as it were, a um, spiritual care provider in a healthcare setting, and so brings an abundance of wisdom and insight and stories from that place of ministry where she dwells and uh, is present to so many people in so many situations. And so we're deeply grateful to her for her time today. We're going to be turning to John chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and the people loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. Many years ago now, I visited with a patient who was very sick. With his consent, I sat at his bedside and invited him 
to tell his faith story. This patient spoke of a faith which he held at the foreground of his thoughts, words, and actions. He told stories about his family and adventures, times of joy and sorrow. This patient interpreted his experience of self, others, and creation through the lens of a deep-rooted, and for him, a proven faith. How he understood God was very different from how I understood God. And as I sat and listened, his words changed my life forever. I understood, really, for the first time, how another person's faith, although very different from my own, was as important to them as my faith was to me. It became clear to me, a woman who had built her entire life around her desire to understand, as I was fully present to my feelings of awe and humility, I was aware that God is far more than I could ever understand or imagine. And I felt at such ease with that God. The passage that I just read from John 3 is often interpreted as the defining passage of what it means to be a Christian. It can be a very uncomfortable read. On the one hand, if you believe in Jesus, then you have life. On the other hand, if you do not believe in Jesus, then you have death. In the worst of Christianity, this interpretation offers an exclusive and superior faith. It is an understanding of faith in which many people have been and continue to be judged and hurt. The writer of the fourth gospel was preaching to a small Christian community, persecuted, feeling left out, put out of the synagogue and excluded. He was trying to express to this suffering community that they do belong. In fact, they belong so much that God sent his son into the world so that the world might know him and be saved. That is the best form of Christianity. It offers everyone a place and a purpose. Everyone. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean that God sent Jesus into the world to save? There is not one model of salvation. Jesus' life was given so that the whole world would have life. Everyone, including creation. In Hebrew, the root of the word salvation is yesha, meaning to grow without hindrance. In English, the root of the word salvation is salve, meaning to heal, as to put salve on a wound. 
Salvation is a gift of God, closely related to the grace of God. The patient I was referring to earlier would never know the impact his faith story has had on my experience of Christianity. Salvation was being poured into me, growth without hindrance, healing. I remember a wise, practical, understated palliative care doctor. You may have known her, the late Dr. Elizabeth Latimer. She was a physician in Hamilton and renowned. When I was just starting in spiritual care, she described to me one of the ways in which she approached her visits with patients. Dr. Latimer said that she thought of a crystal prism in a window. On a prism, there are many flat surfaces and angles, suggesting we see so little of the whole. Yet, when the sunbeam comes through the window and catches the prism, there is an explosion of color. Color, then dancing on the ceiling, floor, or walls, and back again. In her simple example, Dr. Latimer provided me with a vibrant awareness of growth without hindrance. God's saving grace and the potential of joy and healing for everyone, for everyone, everyone. This is why Jesus was sent by God. Shall we pray? Thank you for your love expressed through your saving grace, dear God. We worship and adore you. Thank you for Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen.